0: We have a hulk welcome back to bizarre <laughs> podcast dogs must die my name is grant you can call him chip and today we are t- it's the beginning of the end i suppose yeah as we talk about episodes 25 and 26 of jojo's bizarre adventure stone ocean the the first story arc in the final drop uh we have finally entered december 2022
1: <laughs> okay so Kenshiro, Mazinger Z and Pinocchio all walk into a bar together. That's this episode. <laughs> okay, I just want to say at the top, this is great.
0: I get why people love it. Yeah. I have some suggestions. Mm-hmm. There there are there mm-hmm. are some finer points that I think should be honed, and as I talk about those when we get to them, I want people to know that that is the difference between like a B-plus and an A-plus. Like, I, yeah. I like this a lot, I, yeah. even if I might sound pretty critical <laughs> <laughs> in the future.
1: So episode 25 starts with a, a short recap of, you know, hey, we mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Poochie's going to Cape Canaveral, he's, he's going to the Kennedy Space Center uh, under the new moon, and Jolene, uh, Emporio, and Hermes have broken out of prison.
0: And and so they look, they look back at the aquarium from mainland Palm Beach, and uh, uh, they take a deep breath, and they look at each other and in unison say, it really was a shithole, and laugh. <laughs>
1: yeah. This is great. Yeah. Uh, Emporio is extremely excited to see a gas station for the first time ever.
0: <laughs> this little boy, who has never been outside the walls of this prison, like literally the walls, he lives in a secret <laughs> ghost room inside the walls. <laughs> he thinks that bus stops are something from fairy tales he's amazed
1: yeah Uh, but they can't take the bus they're they're worried about getting caught Mm -hmm. just a matter of time before like their their faces get put all over the news and stuff like hey these people have escaped tell us if you've seen them uh and so the sun rises uh behind jolene she throws off her coat and mm-hmm. then that normal animation of her throwing off the coat and, like, standing towards the camera blends right into the OP. Yes, yes. The new OP.
0: I love that the big moment she's punctuating, though, is just declaring that they need to get a different kind of ride. Yes. <laughs> we don't ride the bus. This is America. <laughs> But yeah, this this new OP is it's much moodier. It's much uh, less high energy, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and it's mostly silhouettes of the cast uh, on top of backgrounds of the events that brought them to Green Dolphin and to meeting one another in the first place.
1: Yeah, and also Emporio shoots a gun. Hell yeah! He looks very scared to be doing so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I love the their individual silhouettes for that portion that really takes up. I think the bulk of it if you, if you use a stopwatch mm-hmm. uh, uh, they're all filled with symbols that relate to them yeah like uh, Jolene has the the butterfly and, and uh, stuff like that. but weather reports includes like like meteorological signs for like barometric pressure. <laughs> yes. and shit
1: yeah you have to
0: know (laughs) something to understand what he what these uh uh symbols are that represent him
1: (laughs) yeah uh there is one shot that includes foo fighters in it and it's her ascending to heaven
0: and, of course, the end involves uh, Jolene rushing Father Pucci with actual flames in her eyes.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, mirroring, if I remember correctly, the part one opening where Jonathan Joestar also has a flame in his eyes while he charges towards the camera like the exact same way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she punches the camera, and it switches to uh like a rock that has had her fist, like imprinted in into it with the 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 Stone Ocean logo on it.
0: It's very good. I like. I I'm sure it will uh, uh grow on me, mm-hmm. but I I do miss my my uh, uh chair dance music. Oh uh- yeah, it's a great <laughs> song. It's good. It's good. Uh, so back out. Uh, in the prison, so not out, but in, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weather Report and Anasui are chatting. Weather Report is pretty sure that Jolene has escaped uh, just on a hunch, basically. This whole arc turns out Weather Report has really good hunches regarding the current location of people.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh huh. Anasui is shocked to hear that, oh shit, Jolene's gone. And when Weather Report turns to walk away, uh, Anasui grabs. Weather report by the like the back of his shirt collar, and when he pulls mm-hmm. it down he notices he also has a Joe Star birthmark on the back of his left shoulder and he's like, "Hey, what the fuck is this?
0: They're just giving these out to everybody these days but but yeah I, I appreciate that Anasui's big reaction isn't to say, hey. That's like the thing on my girlfriend's neck. It's, no, hey, that's the thing on the, the baby's neck? Because yeah. he hasn't seen Jolene's neck, she's just not that into you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's he's demanding explanations from Weather Report, and all Weather can say is just like, hey, Father Poochie's my enemy, I'm gonna go fucking beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm escaping also. You can come if you feel like it. <laughs>
0: So, speaking of Poochie, he is in the back of a taxi, panting and sweating, and uh, uh, there's a news bulletin on the radio about uh, the, the first uh, jailbreak, I mm-hmm. guess, of two. And so the car stalls out with a sign that says they're three miles out of Orlando, with $33.33 on the meter. And in the back seat, you know how taxis have reading material? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one's got a copy of The Three Musketeers.
1: (laughs) I love to read The Three Musketeers. This is a long haul taxi. They are expecting really long trips. (laughs) Either that or repeat clients so they can pick up where they left off, I guess. Yeah,
0: I'm flying into MCO to go to Atlanta. Don't ask me why. Just have a book in the back for me. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so this, this taxi driver is just saying, you know, I'm so sorry, Father. This is as far as I can go. My car just will not start. Despite him saying out loud, as random people in JoJo's tend to do when something strange and paranormal is happening to them. But I keep my car in top condition all the time. I love my car. I take such good care of it. No.
0: <laughs> He's very assiduous. Yeah. 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 Uh, so... So Poochie continues on foot, and and his feet take him to Lucky Land Hospital, Mm. where the EMTs are even chattier than the taxi man. We got a drug addict here, he's overdosing, oh my god! Quote, the burglar was shot in the leg by an officer, then proceeded to jump off the sixth floor of a building. (laughs) That's so detailed!
1: It's very, yeah. Uh, There's a third ambulance that comes in with somebody else, and I forget what exactly happened to them. Uh, a biker slammed into oh, a median and, right. and
0: washed out. Yeah, yeah. So, so as soon as he gets there, he has three ambulances with three victims described in fine detail are taken out on three separate gurneys, and then three objects fall from them. One drops a ring. One drops a quarter. And one has one of the bullets from those cops. Uh, uh fall out, and all three roll down and and uh. Until they they collide with Poochie's shoe,
1: mm-hmm. as Poochie looks down at these three things that have rolled towards him, uh, he is grabbed from behind by uh, what the uh, it's it the drug addict that grabs him. A guy, a guy. It's, I mean,
0: he he does get called a junkie, so yeah. I guess yeah. this this is the drug addict who uh, yeah. had the who got shot by a cop and then jumped out of sixth floor window. <laughs> yeah.
1: So he, he gra- and
0: he's somehow the healthiest of yeah, them.
1: Yeah, yep. He grabs Poochie from the back, and he, he's got a pair of scissors that he's holding right up to Poochie's neck. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everyone... You know, this every- man has
0: no nose, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah, he's awful looking.
0: Like, we see him in profile, and he got that Voldemort nose. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, so all the hospital workers and cops that are here go, Oh, my God, as they see a guy being taken hostage. Uh, and Poochie is not phased by this at all. No,
0: no, he talks about seeing three shooting stars and then asks the man if he believes in gravity, <laughs> yeah. like he's wily Coyote, like your belief in gravity means anything.
1: <laughs> As he talks about, hey, do you believe in gravity? Do you, do you believe in a young girl's heart? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you believe people can draw others to them? Uh, he gets the scissors jammed clean through his neck and they poke out the other side of his neck. And then mm-hmm, he goes, mm-hmm. I'm fine. It, this do, this is good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> if you move the scissors one millimeter to the left, you'll cut one of my uh, very important nerves and I'll die. Do you want to do that? Go ahead. This is the weirdest scared straight
0: I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're here because my gravitational pull led you to me. He even goes... Don't you want to stop relying on useless drugs? (laughs) Uh, And so that guy goes, hey, what the fuck? And he, uh, terrified that this guy does not care that he has scissors, completely clean through his neck, uh, runs away, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. three cops all fire around at him.
0: And they shoot him through a little, like, no walking sign. Yeah. The, The bullets penetrate the sign, and then his body behind it, and he falls into a shrub. Oh, dear. And then the camera uh, uh, comes around behind him, and he has the star birthmark on his shoulder, too. Seriously, you, you get these out of like a, a Cracker Jack box these days.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just a little fake tattoo. Poochie's just slapping them on, on, on everybody. Yeah, and as we see that star reveal on his shoulder, his eyes open. He gets a, a, a glowing stand aura around him, and something grabs him and uh, drags him deeper into the shrubs. And that uh, no walking sign,
0: the little silhouette man, is gone. (gasps) Ah. Oh my god. So it's daytime. It's daytime outside the prison. Weather Report is helping a tiny old man who tripped and dropped his groceries. An elven man. You don't even have to mention it these days.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Did you know Florida is Rivendell?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've only been once, so I didn't notice. (laughs) <laughs> I, have to keep my, I have to keep my eyes peeled next time I go to Disney World and look out for the, the real life elves. You're too distracted by the the
0: you know the mouse ears. You don't notice the elf ears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he helps this man pick up his can of beans or whatever, mm. and and sends him on his way. And Anasui is like, "Hey, don't help weird old men." <laughs> He's gonna recognize us. We're very recognizable. We're fugitives.
1: (laughs) Like honestly, we could at least like get a haircut or something. Come on, put on a normal shirt. They won't recognize you. (laughs) But yeah, they're having trouble. They want to catch up to Jolene uh, because weather warpath. Weather warpath. Whoa. Weather. (laughs) Yeah, that's what he's wearing.
0: He's wearing a warpath.
1: Yep. Uh, (laughs) Weather can like vaguely sense where Jolene is. Uh, and so they just want to go in that vague direction, but they don't want to get on a bus. They don't want to steal a car because they'll get caught quickly. And mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. when uh, this old man who previously, when when weather helped him up, was complaining that, you know, hey, it's raining. Whenever it rains, it makes my, my joints ache, ache and my knees hurt real bad. Uh, he comes back and he's like, do you want to ride in my truck? My knees feel great. And it's because <laughs> weather has controlled the weather, so that there is a single like god ray beam of sunlight mm-hmm. coming out of the clouds following this man like a spotlight which heals his his achy joints yes yes
0: <laughs> his barometric correlated pains have been relieved so so they get to ride in the back of his pickup hell yes <laughs> and as they leave this public restroom in the parking lot of a hotel a thing that totally exists mm-hmm. the the little Uh, silhouette man on the men's room sign is also missing. What the? So, so yeah, Weather Report keeps flexing his his Jodar, I guess. The the (laughs) attraction, the natural attraction between stand users has been taken to uh, its logical extreme. I'm surprised it took this long, Mm -hmm. frankly. And as they are headed vaguely north...
1: This guy also keeps a lot of literature in the back of his vehicle. Yeah, there's just like crates full of books in the back of his truck.
0: He's going to a children's library or something? Yeah, maybe
1: he's <laughs> donating stuff. I don't know.
0: I don't know. The first thing they find is a, a theme parks guide. This is the sort of guidebook that you'd find just about anywhere you know 5 bucks and you've got all the the pertinent details of mm-hmm. all the the attractions around right and so on the cover we have logos for a fake sea world yep we have uh the a fake version of the big universal studios globe <laughs> yes and just like the the road sign and the bathroom sign there's a white spot with like little hash marks around it uh to show that something That was here is missing, and judging by the outline, I think they're going for the fishing kid in the moon from the DreamWorks logo? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think? I think that's what
1: that's supposed to be.
0: (laughs) So let's talk about what is probably in this book. All right, we're in in, uh, the spring or summer of 2012. Mm. Honestly, kind of a light time for new attractions. If this was later in the year, they could be getting excited for new fantasy land in the magic kingdom. But no, right. we're, we're several months away from that. Uh, the hot thing right now is either SeaWorld's turtle Trek mm-hmm. or perhaps despicable me minion mayhem.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> you gotta take sex pistols to that. They love it.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll look up at the screen and just say mommy. <laughs> but, uh, I'm guessing that this is not how it was originally.
1: <laughs> yeah. So in the manga, the the difference here is, yeah, he he's looking at a theme park guidebook, and yes, there is like something that was supposed to be on the front cover that is, you know, there's just a white patch in the shape of what was what's supposed to be there. And, mm-hmm. you know, he starts flipping through the book and like the there's supposed to be images of different characters in there and they're also just like missing. And in the anime, Anasui is just like, it does. this book doesn't even show the famous characters in it. Where are these yeah. famous cartoon characters like, at? At
0: this theme park, the mascot's a really famous character. I will not name either thing directly.
1: Yeah. In, in the manga, it's straight up supposed to be Mickey Mouse. You know, obviously. Right. It's, it's Naturally. And yeah. so in the manga, Anasui gets pissed off and he says, look at this weather. What a crappy guidebook. None of the characters are on it. I want to see the Disney characters. God damn it. Where the fuck <laughs> is Mickey? Fuck's sake. <laughs> if there's no Mickey, this shit ain't Disney. <laughs> <sighs> like,
0: like, obviously of they can't all do people that. people to get so
1: bent out of shape
0: about Mickey Mouse. Yes. <laughs>
1: I, I, I so desperately want to hear the dub voice actor just voice Anasui shouting that stuff because it's so funny to me. (laughs) I mean, if he's got a fiver, there's
0: no way a hundred people haven't. Yeah. Or or a cameo, rather, is what I meant. But
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just the idea of expecting to see Mickey Mouse, and when you don't, getting visibly upset. (laughs) It's so funny. Now, if I
0: were directing this, instead of... What I still believe is the the DreamWorks Studio fishing in the Moon Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would do Figment from Epcot. Oh yeah, yeah. Because on the one hand, it's a simple purple dragon. It's so so easy to make that like uh, copyright safe, mm-hmm. but also real heads know. Oh yeah. uh, So <laughs> Figment. So yeah, Anasui is flipping through. He sees all these blank spots and blames the guide for being defective. <laughs> Meanwhile, some manner of little critter is just zipping around the back of the the truck uh, uh, bed with them with little cartoon zippy noises.
1: Mm-hmm. Anasui spots this. He's like, "Hey, what the fuck is that?" And he goes like, you know, bending around the the side of the crate to go grab this thing, uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's too fast. It's just zipping around so much. Even using uh, diver down, he he's not able to grab this thing because it's so quick. Eventually, yeah, he he does grab it, uh, and it's. It's the weirdest drawing of interpretation of Pinocchio I've seen in a bit. This
0: is a chihuahua goblin. Yes. Made of wood with a little hat and, and
1: a little nose. Mm-hmm. This is, this is how you draw Pinocchio if you want to give kids nightmares, I guess. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's when you read Pinocchio as if you, you like watch Pinocchio or something when you're four and for some reason you're irrationally afraid of him. And so in your nightmares, you imagine Pinocchio has little fangs he's going to bite you with. <laughs>
0: So, so brief actor note, the English voice of uh, uh, Pinocchio here was previously heard in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as the invisible baby. Yeah. Mm, okay. They brought back the voice of all the, the baby coos and babbles. Yeah. However, she is pr- uh, probably better known as the current Minnie Mouse, if you want to take it back. Oh, To shit. the topic at hand. Yes, yes. Wow, okay. T- uh, 2020 to present, a very recent uh, job for her. Huh. But- I mean, the last Minnie Mouse worked for like sixty years. Yeah, yeah. And that brings us to the mid episode. We we have no title card. Uh, that will be true for both part one and two, actually. Mm-hmm. And so, back in the truck, Pinocchio here, a wooden puppet, complains. For real, though, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. shit. Yeah. I I've been forced to accept that Star Platinum
1: has lungs. I do not accept that Pinocchio does. <laughs> He just thinks he can't breathe. He is being strangled (laughs) around the neck by by Anasui. Yeah, Weather Forecast is just like, okay, well, obviously we have to immediately consider the old man as being a stand user, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he probably just would have immediately attacked us in the bathroom, so I don't think it's him. He just seems like an elven man. (laughs) (laughs) One of the two kinds of men in the world. Yep. Uh, So they try to interrogate
0: Pinocchio. (laughs) Uh-huh, uh-huh, and they, they ask who he's working with, and, he, and Pinocchio says, hey, hey, I'm working alone, and then his nose grows so quickly, so suddenly, that it bloodies Anasui's face. <laughs> yes. And then he explains his half-truth away, uh, like, okay, I'm not really working with anybody, but there are some other guys in here, and, and as uh, uh, the full measure of the story comes to light, his nose shrinks away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also says that he might have been Anasui's friend
1: when he was younger. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? He he also, while being like throttled and strangled, is saying like, hey, please don't hurt me. You might make children around the world very sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so, yes, his accomplices, quote unquote, he, he's got seven little guys around here, three of whom are stealing that apple right there right now. Hey. Hey. Give me that apple. And of course, it is the Seven Dwarves. This interpretation of Snow White's Seven Dwarves, they're they are each about an inch and a half high, mm-hmm. and they have faces made of potatoes. Yeah. They're very very lumpy, misshapen heads. And they're all missing their right eye. Yes, yes. And inside a crate is Snow White. Yep. She's passed out
1: very asleep, as Snow White tends to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so Anasui is freaking out as all these different various characters just start pouring out from crates and stuff the dwarves one of them says hey i like the term. <laughs> i like the T1000 that's my favorite terminator i like chewbacca <laughs> like they just start because lis-
0: this, cuz this whole thing begins at least as a, a story of fictional characters come to life mm-hmm. fictional characters have opinions on other fictional characters
1: <laughs> And then the little dwarves just start going like, hey, so a lot of people have interpretations where we're like doing stuff to Snow White and all that shit, but this is an entirely platonic relationship. Yeah! <laughs> okay. And I got a I level with these little dwarves.
0: Guys, guys, I hadn't heard the rumor that you sneak into girls' panties
1: and do, quote, dirty things. No.
0: Stop spreading that one around yourselves.
1: <laughs> it's not helping you. <laughs> And while all this is going on, the the radio in the truck, uh, a news broadcast suddenly comes on, voiced by, of course, the narrator. Warning, Batman has disappeared. For all around the world, (laughs) Batman is gone. (laughs) We're currently investigating this phenomenon.
0: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anasui picks up a Snow White book that is in the truck with them and flips through all these incomplete pages. And all of this is brand new to Weather Report. Because, of course, the Green Dolphin reading room does not stock fiction. No. He doesn't know what the fuck any of this is. <laughs> yeah. And so he threatens to murder Pinocchio if he doesn't just back <laughs> off and let him read
1: this shit. Uh, and around this time, like, Anasui is, is shouting at, at weather and stuff. And, like, for a little yeah. bit now, when he's been talking, he's had, like, a very slight reverb effect on his voice. Anasui doesn't want Weather to
0: read the book because he was reading that book. And even when Jolene's not around, he's so weirdly jealous and possessive.
1: <laughs> that's just that's just his personality, I guess, yeah. And so while Anasui's shouting at Weather, like, Hey, stop fucking read that book. Fucking help me or something here? There's a bunch of weird freaks on the truck. They're not attacking <laughs> us, but they're just weird. I don't like them. Uh, and that's when Weather... Completely ignores everything Anasui is shouting at him and just goes, "Anasui, where'd you go?" And then he like <laughs> looks around and then looks down and he sees that Anasui's body is hanging from the bottom of the truck, getting dragged across the ground.
0: Yes. So he de- demands the truck stop, and so they look in the front, you know, the cab of the truck, and see the old man is sitting on the seat, not driving. But there's also a second copy of the old man in the truck bed, also reading books and just chilling out with the dwarfs. Yes. And so the truck crashes and explodes because neither driver was driving
1: it. <laughs> and, and everyone goes flying. Uh, Anasui is, is caught before he crashes into the ground by uh, a soft bed of clouds that Weather created. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Weather goes back to Anasui, aware of him again asking, like, hey, are you all right and stuff? Pretty sure this is a stand user attack, but I don't know why the fuck this is happening or why the little guys were going after you specifically and not me. Maybe it's because I don't know anything. Uh-
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that is body Anasui. Soul Anasui is still standing a few feet to the left like, hey, hey, talk to me. Yeah. What is
1: this? And, and no one can can like hear him or see him. And then the the little dwarfs point up in the sky and go like, Whoa, cool, look. And uh Mazinger Z, uh-huh, uh Tetsujin twenty eight slash gigantor and Astro Boy fly across the sky. The, the same as in the manga. And one dwarf is like, wow, who's that? And the other one's like, they're Japanese.
0: They look cool, but they ain't shit. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I think this is an interesting choice because all three of those characters have a claim on being like the first mecha anime. Yeah, yeah. Astro Boy, the first robot hero. Tetsujin 28, the first big robot hero. Yep. And uh, Mazinger Z, the first piloted big robot. Yes, yes. So it turns out that all of this, all of this, is the effect of a brand newly awakened Stand, Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. and Bohemian Rhapsody wants to give everyone their greatest wish—to travel into the fantasy world and be powerful. Yes, and it is very hard to watch this in the year of our Lord two thousand twenty-two, December first, <laughs> and not and, and see it as anything but a swipe at derivative isekai. Oh, God. <laughs> and I have to wonder, was that a common interpretation when this was in print in 2002?
1: I would assume not, because isekai stuff was, like, you know, still existed, but... It, yeah, I, we, I, I
0: mean, we hadn't hit the, the like, VR, MMO uh, yeah, uh,
1: interpretation. We, it, like, it would be, we, we were still in the Inuyasha period. <laughs> yeah, that was when it was, like, a genre, but not an overplayed one that was extremely oversaturated with, you know... Back in the good old days where he could just fall into a portal and be teleported somewhere, and he didn't always have to get hit by a fucking truck and die to go to the place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I Probably not back when it was in print, but now, oh yeah, like like for sure.
0: So anyway, Anasui destroys Pinocchio, who bleeds so much, he must have really been a real boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he just he just grabs his head and just pulls it off his body. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And so he turns around, his his foe defeated, and sees no one else around. Weather report and and uh, body Anasui have already beat feet; they're gone. Yep. Uh, but the old man, the old man's soul, sees him, hears him, approaches him, and has even longer ears than before.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and he's all like, I can't hear you. I've got so much hair growing out of my ears these days. And, like, you, you see his nails, like, growing and getting longer and sharper looking. And this whole time he's been covering his mouth and he can't quite see it all the way. But his mouth looks kind of, like, fucked up and weird.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: They, they do the whole Little Red Riding Hood, Big Bad Wolf thing. Yeah, It's not
0: the same three questions, but it is a different three, like... Symptoms of wolfdom that he tries to justify. <laughs> yeah. Like he calls his tail a feather duster and offers to dust uh, Anasui's pants. <laughs> yes. You know, I wouldn't know
1: what to call that garment either. They can uh, be pants. Yeah. Uh and then he leaps at Anasui and all of his skin starts peeling off, revealing the werewolf underneath. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so he gets his head chopped off. <laughs> yep. Done and dusted.
0: And he's like, ah, I've been killed. Just like in the story! <laughs> and so, I just want to make it very clear. We're at two kills. One with the story, one against the plot of the story. Yeah. Like, Carlito's Pinocchio, and no other Pinocchio I know of, is
1: decapitated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as Anasui he hears the, the wolf's head say, you know, just like in the story, he goes, What? Story? And then a bus drives by with Weather and Anasui's body in it, and they both look at each other and reach towards each other. And also Little Red Riding Hood is sitting in the bus, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Weather is just thinking, you know, about uh, his, his, like, stand user sensing abilities here. Just the the vague sense of where a stand ability is, like, being broadcast from. And he Mm -hmm. feels it's Mm -hmm. to the north, so he's just making his way in that direction.
0: And uh, that's the end of the episode. We have a new opening, but it's the same old closing. It's uh, uh, Duffy singing Distant Dreamer over yep. a very calming beach scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I did, of course, as always, as promised, check the the differences between the manga and anime yes. as listed on JoJoWiki.com. Thank you very much. The good JoJoWiki. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was removed in adaptation is uh, that guidebook was supposed to have... And then lose the the MGM Lion, representing, of course, Disney MGM Studios theme park. Yep. However, mm-hmm. this being set uh, uh, when it is, that no longer existed. This was years after oh, the yes. licensing agreement ended and it was renamed Disney Hollywood Studios. This is a change not for... Uh, uh, licensing reasons or legal reasons. This is a change for the the march of time. Yeah, and yeah. Knowing what 2012 really looked like. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to episode 26, Bohemian Rhapsody 2. Two. So, so Weather Report and Anne Anasui are just standing on a street corner in downtown Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Looking normal. And so Soul Anasui runs toward them to protect his body who then runs from himself.
1: Yes. And again, because we have the soul and body separated, like we've seen before, the stand follows the soul, so his body can't fight with its stand at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As Anasui's running, he just says, Come back here, buddy! <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's such a, a, a selfish little baby man, and he says "Yes, the most ridiculous things so matter of factly. These are two things I love about Anasui. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah, it's the new OP again, and out of the action, there are three kids pointing up at a building and talking about seeing Batman climb it. We do not see Batman climb it. Instead, get, yeah. Anasui punches one of these kids.
1: <laughs> out of my way, child! <laughs> uh, yes, in the manga, that was not Batman, rather it was Spider-Man. And if I remember correctly, you don't see Spider-Man really in the manga either. You just see his hands. Like I think you see mm-hmm, a, hand, mm-hmm. a shot of his hands as he's climbing the wall or something like that. But
0: and as Anasui is rushing to catch himself, he he shouts,
1: "Why won't my
0: body just stay still?" And I <laughs> ask, "Have you considered getting diagnosed? Maybe getting a prescription?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so Soul Anna is accused of a horrible theft by a by a chocolate shop owner.
1: Yes, he
0: says, "Hey, I recognize you. You're the guy that just." came in here and busted shit up and stole a bunch. I'm going to call the cops. And so Anasui's like, oh, man, you don't have to do that. How much do I owe you? And he flashes a wad of cash. And then the camera pulls out. And you see this, yeah. the most incredible scam. <laughs> because Diver Down is fishing through the register and pulling uh, uh this store owner's own money out through the wall out of view yeah. and passing it into Anasui's offhand. <laughs> so he can bribe this
1: guy with his own money. Yeah, it's great. And yeah, he's just telling him, hey, I I didn't bust up your shop. It was my twin brother who did it. (laughs) I'm looking for my twin brother. And at this this point, two cops walk up behind behind Anasui and they're like, Hey, this guy like perfectly matches the description of this guy we're this escaped convict we're looking for. They got like a Polaroid of him, and I just like, hey, turn around with their hands on their guns. You gotta show us your face and answer some Imagine questions. Imagine giving that description. <laughs> yeah. Where do you start? <laughs> uh, mm, are you seeing like a uh forty percent extremely hot naked man? That is probably him.
0: <laughs> you see way more than 40% of him, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, so
1: <laughs> as he is
0: like peeking through the the window uh, uh, of this shop, he sees himself run out the back door and he's like, damn, I look good. But also I got to catch up to that knee. <laughs> yeah. So he turns around in order to deal with the police not through deadly force as one might expect from him. No. (laughs) No, through (laughs) subterfuge. his face does not look like himself at all and so i they shrug and figure i guess more than one guy shops at this store <laughs> it's, because
1: anasui's face looks completely entirely different it's very how could this be his his face is very lumpy now and his neck is fatter and thicker
0: he's putting on a fake voice that's very silly
1: yep and so the cops are just like oh sorry sir And they just let the guy, they just let Anasui sprint through this, like, fucked up candy shop and run out the back. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. this is when Anasui, running, thinks to himself, I implanted chocolates in my face with Diver Down to alter the shape of my face. And then, (laughs) like, all the chocolates that were in his face just, like, come together in one big glob, and he spits it out his mouth. Uh And his face is back to normal. Meanwhile... (laughs) A news report on a TV in the chocolate shop shows a live image of Tokyo, which is utterly destroyed. And the news broadcaster says, We have received the word word that the character Kenshiro, from one of Japan Japan's many popular cartoons, has defeated the evil Rao. So yes, Fist of the North Star is happening right now.
0: Uh, uh, so... And there, there's an extra reference on top of this specifically for people listening to the Japanese voices.
1: Yes, yes, this is great.
0: Because the newsreader they got for this is himself the old narrator of the Fist of the North Star show.
1: Yes, it, that's such a cool, <laughs> it's such a funny thing to do. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Anasui, the soul of Anasui, is now uh, free of chocolates. Look at that body. You think he eats carbs? Come Mm -hmm. on, you're kidding yourself. No way. But he is approached by the soul of the shop owner, who has had a very eventful three seconds (laughs) since we last saw him, because he has now become the, the Prince Charming of Snow White's story. Yeah. He's riding a weird little horse. A weird little white horse with Snow White beside him, now awake, being cheered on by these seven freaky little dwarves. Yep. And and the dwarves all just chant, just like the story, just like the story, (laughs) over and over again. Yeah. And and Anasui is left to ponder this next to a grandfather clock in the middle of an alley.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's also next to a trash can that has the—oh, the, the, the oh, what's it called again? Uh, the Wolf and the Seven Young Goats. Yes. That is yeah. on top this, of the trash can.
0: This is an actual Brothers Grimm story. It's yep. one of the less popular ones. It plays out kind of like a cross between Little Red Riding Hood and the Three Little Pigs, yep. right? Yep. I might as well just go through it, because a character is about to. <laughs> yes. So this evil wolf eats uh, uh, like a whole lot of goats— but then the the one goat, the youngest goat, uh, survives and then goes fi- and finds the mama goat, who comes and uh, uh, rescues all the other little goats, and then fills the the wolf with heavy stones and throws him in the river to drown. <laughs> yep, Brothers Grimm don't fuck around. They, they really don't. He does not yet know this. Uh, uh, instead, he just hears the screaming goat parts. <laughs> The chocolates, the partially chewed chocolates, have become partially chewed goats. Yeah. And he's not sure which thing they are. He asks himself, are they goats or pieces of chocolate? (laughs) As he begins to wolf out. He's caught up by the the surviving baby goat and and knows that his fate is to be disemboweled, filled with rocks, and thrown, uh, uh, drowned in the river, Mm -hmm. because the Brothers Grimm invented the final girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, he's getting hairier and clawier, and his his, uh, uh, mouth widens into into a uh, snoot.
1: Yes, yes. So yeah, Anasui suddenly realizes what this means. He's fucked. Just like the story.
0: Yep. Except in Pinocchio's case.
1: Yeah. What, what's going on there? Uh, mm. Pinocchio just ceases to exist. <laughs> I mean, he does. It's yeah. A spoiler, it's, but he, but he, he does.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Whatever. Uh, so Weather Report. Weather Report is walking down the street and uh, a guy asks him for directions and Weather Report does not give him directions. No. He doesn't like to talk to people. He stopped speaking quietly, but he still won't speak. I mm-hmm. guess.
1: Yeah this this guy asks whether Hey, don't you recognize me? Don't you know me? And weather reports like No, I, I'm pretty sure I have no idea who you are. I I can't help you. And this guy goes No, no. He, what I mean is, you like me, right? You <laughs> you enjoy my work. You, you've been check, moved yes, by check, it. No. Uh, and
0: then because this isn't just any guy. This is one of Van Gogh's many self portraits. Yes. This is specifically post-lopping. It's uh, uh, one with the bandage on the ear.
1: Yeah. And the instant this guy reveals himself to be one of Van Gogh's portraits, he's no longer drawn like a normal man, but rather he looks like a painting. He looks like an oil painting.
0: Yeah, I mean, specifically with the, the heavy, uh, visible, thick strokes yep. of Van Gogh. As best they can do it in the digital color process of yeah, <laughs> yeah, bizarre adventure as produced by David Pro, but you know what I mean, yeah.
1: And it's yeah. fun, it's fun that they do this. It, it is like fun, it. it's he's fun to look at,
0: yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, Vincent van Gogh, that guy known for being open and charming and expecting people to enjoy his work, uh
1: huh.
0: Actor notes for van Gogh here. <laughs> Japanese voice is the like designated dub actor for John Bernthal, of all people. Huh. And the titular Big Wolf on Campus. Oh. That show got a
1: Japanese dub. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> one one of these days I really need to just like go down the rabbit hole of like what Western shows get Japanese dubs because I find that very interesting. <laughs> While
0: Van Gogh's English voice uh, may be recognized as the engine guy from My Hero Academia. Mm, hmm hmm So, Weather Report, he's faced with a living painting and says it is time to split. Yep. Meanwhile, a bunch of goat kids are yelling from inside the belly of Wolf Nisui, <laughs> which has summoned Mama Goat, who is a little more than gruff, shall we say.
1: Yeah, He he initially sees her... Coming around the corner, just her shadow with a giant pair of snippers going, or uh, a scissors going snip snip, like a horror movie. Mama goat covered in breasts. Yes. Just covered. Yep. (laughs) Just
0: just full of them. Top, bottom, left, and right. All of the little critters, all the fictional little critters, mm-hmm. are very like Oingo Boingo Brothers' adventure, they like are. that that element of a Rocky style. While all the fictional people, like Little Red Riding Hood, Snow White, very idyllic, very clean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's another news report <laughs> yeah. that says, in addition to pop culture characters going missing, now art. Around the world is going blank. They're they're reporting live from the Louvre, where the Mona Lisa is missing. <laughs> where where Venus, uh, uh, the Birth of Venus, is partially blank. <laughs> yeah, it's just some
1: nude woman wandering around the world. I think this is interesting because this is. Like, there have been plenty of times where the public has been affected by the powers of an enemy stand. This Mm -hmm. is, I think, the first time where it's so wide, it's worldwide, the effect of this stand. Like, everyone in the world is aware of this paranormal shit going on right now. This is an
0: incredible move for there to be a global stand. And uh, my favorite thing about this stand is that. We will eventually catch up with the user. He's not doing shit. No, he just like turns on the effect and lets it go.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's great.
0: <laughs> it's so much fun. So, so this news, I guess, happens at the moment where weather report totally splits. Now he is also soul and body separate, like Anasui. Mm-hmm. And so, and so he takes the razor being held in the hand of self-portrait Van Gogh, and then that razor becomes a paintbrush, Mm -hmm. and he starts to also become brushstrokes because his place in the story as someone who is connected to the work of Van Gogh is to become yet another of Van Gogh's uh, self-portraits, another post-slicing one because his ear sloughs
1: off as well. Yes, yep. Uh, And, yeah, the the self-portrait of Van Gogh starts talking about, you know, how at the ripe old age of 38 or whatever, he committed Mm -hmm. suicide. Uh, And so now Weather Report suddenly has a a revolver in his hand and he shoots himself in the head. Well, he shoots himself with a paintbrush and then it becomes a revolver. (laughs) Right. That's the order of it. Yeah.
0: Van Gogh was shot in the gut. Yeah. We're only like... I don't know, 70% sure he did it himself to begin with. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all right.
1: More dramatic to be shot in the brain, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and to totally make up the, the historical inaccuracy that Van Gogh shot himself twice in the brain.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So weather report, and like, okay... This is yet another unbeatable stand. We have to stop the user. My stand sense is tingling. Uh, I've got to send my stand to to uh, cause a storm so powerful it stops the highway uh, a certain number of miles uh, uh, north of here. Ha ha!
1: Perfect. Mm-hmm. So we cut back to Anasui, who's just running away from from the mother goat here with her her scissors, and he like closes a door like a, a steel. Or, or metal door, and uses Diver Down to fuse the metal with the building itself so the door cannot be opened. But, but that's not a door
0: anymore. That's a storybook. The pages flutter open, and out comes Mama
1: Goat. Who just slices his side open with the scissors. Mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. And Anasui just goes, fuck, this is unbeatable! And it just, like, screams for Diver Down to phase through a wall and, like, drag him along with him.
0: And the reason, the reason he believes this is unbeatable is because everything plays out exactly like the story. Yeah. Except my guy, you killed Pinocchio! <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: hey! You already, why do you believe this? You should be the last person to believe this. So as he tries, he makes his escape, he, he gets out of the building and grabs onto a speeding police car, housing mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. same cops from before.
0: Or is it because those cops are now girl with pearl earring and hercules wearing the pelt of the nimean lion <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so so yeah he's he's clutched onto the trunk like uh uh practically skitching on on here yes. he he reaches around to the back door handle to open it up and, and come inside to safety uh, except the back door of the car also flutters in the storybook pages, and he gets stabbed again, and the goats have started bringing large rocks to fill his belly. Yes,
1: and so Anasui, <laughs> with scissors in his gut, just shouts, Weather, hurry up and kill the fucking stand user already! <laughs>
0: <laughs> just guys being dudes, what's better than this?
1: Yeah. Uh, so
0: Weather Report. Weather Report feels his enemy on the move... And it's the scissors guy from the hospital. And the reason that he's still on the move is that he wasn't on the roads. He's in a plane. He's flying above that storm with his champagne flute. Yep. So let's talk about this guy. We, we haven't talked about the look of this guy.
1: Yeah. So this guy is, you know, aside from us mentioning that he he basically doesn't have a nose. Like, they draw him a nose. It's super flat like voldemort style mm-hmm he's he's just got he's got weird teeth too you know how most of the time anime characters are drawn just with you know kind of like mouth guard teeth <laughs> this guy has individual teeth always yes all the time
0: uh so yeah he's got a, a wide very very flat nose uh he has a little u tattooed under one of his eyes in orange mm-hmm.
1: his eyes are very small and far apart too yes yes
0: A uh, purple knit hat a green, uh, very high crop sweater. It, it barely covers his chest. Yeah. Uh, with sort of a, I don't know, stylized turtle shell pattern on it, or or maybe a, yeah. a tire tread.
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of. This guy almost looks like he's from part five to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could buy that. Yeah, yeah, sure. His tan pants are held up by custom suspenders. You know how in the back suspenders just has the one? Mm-hmm. That's front and back for him. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's basically that's basically his outfit. This this man will only be named uh, in the title card
1: that announces his forthcoming defeat. hmm His name is Emmanuel Ungar- Ungaro. Or no, that, excuse me, that's his namesake. His name is just Ungalo. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, Ungaro is, uh, of course, a French designer. Uh, his Japanese voice is George Desan in G Gundam. So there's a bit of a reunion there in the scene he shared with mm. Coochie. Mm-hmm. He's also Ocelot in Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, shit. And he dubbed the role of Chicken in Cow and Chicken. (laughs) Great. Well, the English voice of Ungolo was uh, Keroro, the Sergeant Frog of Sergeant Frog. Oh, okay. Also Android 19 in uh, Dragon Ball Z, Mm. and dubbed the main character in the English release of Shin Godzilla.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. Ungolo's just hanging out on the plane thinking about, uh, man, his whole life sucked and he didn't know his purpose in life until, damn, he got this standability and life kicks ass now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Meanwhile, Aladdin and the genie are flying right outside the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I like this genie design a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. He's a good genie. Yeah, he's kind of like teal, in, in mm-hmm, teal-colored. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's a cool design. I like that genie. Uh so yeah, he has now sworn his life to protecting Poochie because this kicks ass.
0: I, I really like how Ungolos whole thing was he's just this chaotic wanderer kicked down by the world, and now he is kicking the entire world at once right back with no no aim, yeah. no purpose, no no drive for anything. The only thing he's got is sudden loyalty to the guy who gave him a high better than drugs, having <laughs> a stand.
1: Yeah. It's great. I love it. And so now we cut to a, a, a flashback the night before, back at the hospital.
0: Yeah, yeah, where where Poochie, celibate Catholic priest, wants to talk <laughs> about his views regarding the zygote. Yeah. Yeah, we know. We just don't care. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. <laughs> but no, this is another metaphor. Yeah. You know, it's not so much a competition between all the sperm... As much as it is a winner and a bunch of other sperm at its back, hoisting it up on their shoulders like it just scored a touchdown at the big
1: game. Meanwhile, we see a bunch of CG animated sperm doing just so. (laughs) And now I am scoring the
0: big touchdown for heaven, and you three, the (laughs) sons of Dio, are my sperm. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) That's right, boys. You're my comb. (laughs) that's what you are metaphorically i think (laughs) so yes the three people brought in on these three uh, uh, ambulances the the previous very night Mm -hmm. were brought to him by fate uh more bastard children of dio himself yes in order to serve (laughs) as his final bodyguards against jolene for the next four or five days
1: yep and yeah, when I first heard him say, like, or when I first read this part, he just called them the sons of Dio. I thought that was just like a cool name he came up for his servants. No, they really are actual <laughs> children of Dio. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Again,
1: Dio just, his sperm is everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. That CG sperm was probably Dio's sperm. Who knows?
0: <laughs> you know, most... Vampire fiction tells us that vampires are infertile.
1: Yeah. JoJo says nah. Nah, 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 nah. (laughs) You know, maybe Dio was, but switching to Jonathan Joestar's body, (laughs) it gave it all back.
0: (laughs) Especially because... Jonathan, I've taken your body, your arms, your rippling shoulders. I've taken your cummies, Jonathan.
1: (laughs) And you know what? because this is before he gets the Joestar blood at the end of Stardust Crusaders, his body wasn't entirely his yet. So uh-huh. <laughs> it works even more. This is Jonathan Joestar, kids. <laughs> no, no, fuck it. That's...
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Giorno. Giorno is the son of Jonathan and Bruno. These are Dio's kids. I've uh, met yeah, one sure. of them. These are fucking Dio's kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dio, Dio might be... a. Uh, uh, you know, perverting the sperm donation of Jonathan, but these are not Jonathan's kids. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. The sperm's all weird and fucked up now. <laughs> oh,
0: the, the the things I have to think about. The things I say. Yeah. We
1: record these on Sunday. This is the Lord's Day. This is this is resting for me. This is I'm I'm doing exactly what I should be doing on Sunday. <laughs>
0: Uh, by the green, <laughs> orange, yellow, red water, uh, <laughs> we're talking about post-impressionists. Get off my back, God!
1: Uh, so <laughs> so Unglo fist pumps a bunch in the plane. He uh, loves this. Shit. Yeah,
0: back back in the present, back on the plane, he's remembering that night. It's the best night of his life, man. I I can't wait to talk about the other uh, uh Dio kid. We get a decent look at who's yes. wearing a cow suit. Yes, yes. Yeah, fuck society, I'm turning society inside out with cartoons. Hell yeah, Yeah. this owns.
1: So, uh, this is when Weather realizes, ah, shit, he's on a plane, that's how he's moving the way he is. Fuck, the weather can't catch up to a plane, it's too fast. If you are limited to
0: previously existing, like, record wind speeds, explain the frogs! Explain the frogs! Maybe he just schlooped him up from an incredibly well-populated zoo.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe.
0: So yeah, Weather Report is becoming more and more Van Gogh-y all the time. Yeah. He's Van gogh you might say. Ooh. Uh, and there is a Van Gunny uh, uh, on the sidewalk <laughs> in front of him, and he runs. He runs from the gun before he shoots himself in the head a second time, as fictional Van Gogh did or did not. Yeah. But he's knocked back toward it by the body of Anasui. Well, the soul of Anasui <laughs> Yeah. In its its big bad wolf form, flung out from the backseat of the cop car by by all coincidence.
1: Yep. Yeah, they go catapulting back, and weather report gets shot a second time in the head by the gun, and this is when Uh, Weather Report's head just starts turning into goo, and he starts melting, and Anasui also starts to melt, and his hand turns into goo and falls into his mouth, and he starts choking on his hand goo. And the goats are loving this
0: shit. Oh my god, I've never seen goats so happy before.
1: Yeah, he's drowning! Yes! Just like the story- I could go viral on TikTok for
0: these goats. Yeah. The the self-portrait of Van Gogh, the previous one- says now that weather report has assumed the death of van gogh he is going to go off and live a happy life (laughs) yes are these things bound to the narrative or not hmm i have no idea but that is when weather report who should be dead by now grabs the lapel of van gogh Mm -hmm. ah (gasps) what's gonna happen Find out in a minute, because first we have to go back into the sky where Dio Jr. here notices a kid on the plane reading an unaltered Aladdin storybook. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That can't be right. He's supposed to be flying out the window by friend. So back on the ground, weather report has seized the hand of Van Gogh in order to doodle on the sidewalk a character of his own creation. He's making new fiction, which becomes real through the active power of Bohemian Rhapsody. And this creation is a superhero known as Mr. Putback. (laughs) And his ability and drive are both to undo the effects of Bohemian Rhapsody, to suck up in his big vacuum gun, all, all of these characters and send them back into the fiction land. Yes. I have doubts that Van Gogh would ever design a character to look like this.
1: <laughs> so Mr. Putback is a a man in like a blue suit with a big blue top hat with a silver like metal plate on the front that just says putback. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing what kind of looks like diving goggles and a full metal face mask that has a long twirly mustache growing out of it and he's got like silver like pauldrons and and like gauntlets on. This guy also just looks like he would be a hero from the, the from Oingo Boingo.
0: This guy this guy owns but I do have to point out even the parts of him that feel really vintage are more like Edwardian. Yeah or or, uh, a gilded age even Mm -hmm. like van gogh was dead 20 years before (laughs) these
1: elements were whatever whatever it's fine it's fine so van gogh gets sucked up into the vacuum and there's a very well done animation of him like kind of getting sucked up and like dispersing into paint globs and his jaw gets sucked off and then his teeth individually fly off
0: (laughs) is is gross. It's, it's gross. great and gross in equal measure. And then there's another news broadcast. The news anchor says, quote, "It appears everything has suddenly returned to normal." <laughs> yeah. I can't explain how, but this strikes me as so so wrong for how news anchors talk.
1: Yeah, yeah. I
0: cannot imagine turning on fucking Channel 4 Detroit and seeing <laughs> <laughs> and hearing someone say, "It appears everything has suddenly returned to normal."
1: Phew. And the the souls of a and Weather Report get sucked up in the vacuum, too. And Weather Report's mm-hmm. just like, everything's going to be okay. We're going back to normal. <laughs> and they just, like, disintegrate into paint globs or whatever and, and get sucked up. But, but the newsreader does tell us that there is an exception.
0: Yes. Pinocchio has never made it back. Ever, uh, <laughs> uh, there's no story, no version of Pinocchio that actually has Pinocchio in it anymore. Three different movies of the past year have been rendered unwatchable. <laughs> yep. Which is not much of a difference for two of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So,
0: so, Ungolo, in the sky, I- is despairing again. He's beyond recovery, as his, his little text on screen states. Yep. Again, this is the only time he is named when he is dispatched because he is too sad to ever try again. (laughs) Yes. And I guess Mr. Putback just exists in the world now. Yeah. He he can't Bohemian Rhapsody without also bringing back Mr. Putback so so he's, he's in a total stalemate. He has a <laughs> yeah. self-nullifying stand, which is a really fun idea. Yes,
1: yeah. And also just having a stand that is actually really defeated by playground rules of no, <laughs> it doesn't work now is, is great.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so we're, we're done with him. We're done with Weather Report and Anasui. Who haven't we talked to? Oh, right. Jolene. <laughs> hey, what's Jolene up to? She's in Romeo's room. Romeo, her ex-boyfriend, you know, the really unsafe driver. Yeah. (laughs) He is coming home and he's very, very surprised
1: to see her. And like, when he opens the door and just sees her standing, she isn't just standing there. She is doing a hell of a pose, like like she's been holding that pose for 20 minutes until he opens the door. (laughs) Well, she's got to show off this new belt to somebody. Yeah, yeah. He's scared. He's trying to reach for the phone, and she's telling him, like, you know, fucking, don't move a muscle, dude. Uh, and he, Romeo's falling to his knees and like crying and and begging to to Jolene to forgive him. Saying, you know, like, and I, he's
0: pretty good at begging, like a chub, so good that she cradles his face in her hands and puts her thumb in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, get very very tender, very trusting. I mm-hmm. gotta say. Uh, and, and she's like, shh shh, 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 It's okay, it's okay. I want a car, and I need cash.
1: Give me that stuff. Don't call the cops when I leave. Fucking, I don't really give a shit that, that you did any of this. I, I have bigger things to worry about now.
0: And he says, okay, okay, but I only have a grand on me. You, what? That only must a, be nice. Yeah. What? What? That's 2012 money. This, yeah, this yeah. guy just, his, his, carrying around, his walking around money paid for a quarter of my wedding. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so she takes it, she leaves, and then we see the exterior of Romeo's house. And you know what? It's all coming together. It uh-huh. makes sense. This dude lives in the American version of Versailles.
1: <laughs> and so, yeah, as Jolene is leaving, she meets up with Hermes and Emporio, and she hands the keys to Emporio, of all people. <laughs>
0: He's never seen a car in his life. What yeah. are you
1: doing? Yeah. He's
0: nine.
1: And suddenly you can just hear Romeo and he's calling the police. And we, we, mm-hmm. we see something wiggling around in Jolene's hand because she took a sticker with, with her, uh, one yeah, of her yeah. Stickers.
0: And that weird, tender moment wasn't just a weird, tender moment. It was a trick. She she sticker-duped his tongue so that he could listen to everything he yes. was
1: saying. Yeah, so there's just his tongue in her hand wiggling around.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's fun. Uh, and so, yeah, he's calling the cops just like he said he wouldn't. And uh, Aramis is like, yeah, this dude fucking sucks. I'm glad he dumped his ass from prison. Yeah. Fuck this guy. But, but he's calling the cops with a false lead he's saying she was never there uh, I but she did call on the phone looking for for uh, uh help getting to Mexico so yeah. now ah, ha, ha, ha. Ah. meanwhile emporio has discovered a helicopter yes no
1: <laughs> <laughs> look no 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 he's never seen a helicopter but he knows how to fly one because he's lived in that prison with the wonderful non-fiction only <laughs> library and therefore there are technical manuals on how to operate helicopters in there he knows he can't everything can't reach the pedals <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's true Alright, I need a,
0: I need your keys, I need a thousand dollars, I need a couple phone books for my
1: driver to sit on so he can see. Oh, no, no, no. Ermis will put a sticker on his legs and he'll have a second pair of legs that can just operate the pedals. <laughs> there you go. It's disturbing how likely that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the episode ends with them deciding they're gonna take the helicopter and also, just to be sure, let's pull the sticker off his tongue and hurt and just, just teach Romeo a lesson for being... Let's just
0: hurt Romeo's mouth real bad, just in case he deserves it for something else. Yeah, and so you hear him scream in pain. <laughs> but, but that's not quite the end, because after the credits, there is one of those somewhat rare, uh, uh, less rare all the time, post credit mm-hmm. scenes, where the cow suit Dio's son <laughs> asks his new master Poochie to fix his droopy eyelid, the end yep <laughs> somehow even less necessary and in the yeah. sports max like, yeah unless that eyelid kills people i don't care
1: yeah i don't care no oh by the way the uh you know the the ending credits while it's mostly the same there is a new addition to it you know you see the waves and stuff but eventually the camera actually goes under the water now where you get to see a bunch of dolphins swimming around
0: Oh, yep. dolphin, Dolphinus. il delfino, <laughs>
1: uh, and that is that. That is it. That is the two episodes for today. Bohemian Rhapsody is a pretty fun one.
0: Bohemian Rhapsody's pretty good. Pretty like,
1: I, I mean, I made my
0: points as we went. There are a couple points where I would really, really like to to tighten things up a bit. Yeah, if Pinocchio had reformed and just like taunted Anasui. Uh, uh at some point mm-hmm. clicked his heels and went away he's like yeah all right i'm not gonna get you but i just want to prove that you can't get me it's yeah, not in the yeah. story the big bad wolf doesn't kill pinocchio it's not how it goes mm-hmm. that'd go a long way but then you you lose the gag of like
1: for some reason all <laughs> pinocchio is gone yeah that is a pretty funny punchline so I I just love it when stand fights permanently alter the world in some way by the end. Yes, like, yes. You know, yes, yes. part four and part five basically introduce multiple urban legends and cryptids that continue to exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This stand fight eliminating Pinocchio from the universe—it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good.
0: I would say that Pinocchio is probably like the forty-third best. Uh, so somewhere around the forty third best uh, uh Walt Disney Animation Studios uh, <laughs> uh, feature film. Yep, yep. Uh, I mean just approximately. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I I recognize you're losing a lot of history, but as far as yeah. narrative, eh, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyhow, if you want to know why I have uh such a <laughs> granular approximation, go check out my co-host. I do a series called Forming the Castle. Uh, uh that is, I'm I'm trying to watch every uh uh Walt Disney Animated Studios feature film mm-hmm. and all of their uh uh hybrid movies and uh uh movies from the other studios they have distribution deals with or acquired uh, in the course of their history mm-hmm. uh and and others that are just uh I want to say historically relevant to the history of the studio like uh the secret of nim is in here yeah <laughs> even though it doesn't fit in any of those other categories mm-hmm. I want to say 65 or so movies in at, at the time I'm speaking these words.
1: I forget. How long ago did you start doing this?
0: Uh, this was June. So I'm okay. definitely going to make it within a year with right. some months to spare. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe that list will come in handy for a future Let's Play as well. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Maybe.
0: You want to know my exact middle? Yeah. It is The Secret of Nim. coincidentally. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've only seen The Secret of Nim once. When I it's was good. a child. It's good. Okay. I would put it just above Alfred Hitchcock's Sabotage. Okay. And just below Enchanted.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This list is weird. Yeah, it's a good list.
0: Uh, So, yeah, we're talking about other things. Let's talk about this thing. Let's talk about next week, Mm -hmm. when uh, on the schedule, we have uh, episodes 27 through 29. That is Sky High, Heaven is at Hand, colon, Three Days Until the New Moon, and Underworld.
1: Yeah. I feel like we got to the, this, the last chunk of episodes of Stone Ocean very fast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Seen so much JoJo's now that it just feels like it goes by faster and faster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's okay. Uh, everything is supposed to take place over the course of a week that's, from here on out.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Something we, we hadn't really talked about too much. It's really weird to, in part six, just be moving around different locations all the time yes, now. Yes, yes. Right?
0: Have different people in different places, have uh, like the question of transportation even. Like yeah. people going someplace not on foot is is brand
1: new to this part. Well, since the inciting incident, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I really do enjoy the prison setting, but it is nice that for the last third, we do move on outside of it. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It, it feels like the, the story moved on from it at basically just the right point. Yeah, and Words. like
0: this town they're in, like I honestly don't know if uh, uh, Weather Report and Anasuya are supposed to still be in like Palm Beach or uh, uh, have like made it to Orlando as they uh, pursue. But it's a pretty town. It's it's yeah. bright, blocky, colorful. You know
1: the 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 warm, welcoming colors of a tourist downtown,
0: mm-hmm. and it
1: is a nice contrast. Just the the change in color palette and everything.
0: But I also appreciate the continuity of like the repeated little like scuff and uh, 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 like damaged textures yes. along the, the walls of Green Dolphin Prison have followed them out of the prison. Mm-hmm. Romeo, you gotta you gotta do some work. Uh, your your house is looking a little
1: ratty sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a hand, like, if you're a person who has an eye for just, like, looking at, you know, animation think and about, thinking about how it's made while you're watching stuff like this, uh, you will probably notice pretty quickly that there are certain scuff marks that repeat all the time. And not in a way that's, like, distracting, just like, oh, they save time by making a whole bunch of different scuff marks, and then they could just reuse them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, there, yeah, there's a couple specifically that just stand out to me where it's just like,
0: oh, it's that scuff mark again. There's one I see that always makes me
1: think that, like, is there a trilobite in there? Is, yes, is there that like one. an ammonite in there? <laughs> That's the one I'm thinking of, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's the, the, just being out of the prison. It's a fun new thing to, to have everyone just being able to run around. I don't know. It's, it's just cool.
0: But also, like, I, I really appreciate this fight for being like as weird as like coloring outside the lines and just getting just wild with it yeah. as some of the the uh, middle of part 6 stuff but there is a logic yeah. that that is bounding it all the same which is why the complaints that i have are the complaints that i have right yeah yeah being able to see the lines whether you're in or out of them it, you know grounds you and and is really useful to to comprehend and and be able to to have a perspective i guess Yeah. Instead of just swimming in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. Instead of a plug, I'm just going to vaguely say that I think I've mentioned on the show that I've been cast in an upcoming unannounced uh, uh, audio drama series, Mm.
1: right? Yeah.
0: Okay, well, I'm not going to name it or announce anything, but I am going to continue to kindle that fire by saying some rough drafts of the first couple scenes got Mm. posted in the, the, like... A production Discord, and ooh, it's fun. Ooh, nice.
1: They aren't my scenes. My scenes are later in the uh, okay. in the pilot, but ooh, it's it's fun to listen to. I'm I'm really excited to listen to that stuff once it's out. I've got one thing to plug, and that is is sure. just— Hey, if you're following our stuff, especially been following for a long time, you probably knew that for a, wa- a long time, we maintained a website for all of the stuff mm-hmm. we do. That's like, let's play and, and adjacent stuff. And I haven't been able to maintain that website in uh, years because it just takes too much time. <laughs> I'm not very good at making websites. Uh, so, hey, I, I made a new thing that'll be an easier central place to like keep all of our stuff. Uh, and that mm-hmm. is cohost.org slash chip and ironicus. Or if you just go to chipandironicus.com, like usual, it will redirect you there. Uh, and that's just going to be kind of like the new central site where I just post like, hey, new stuff is out. Keep an eye out for these upcoming things, yada, yada. Also going to be the place where I maintain links for all of the archive.org backups of our videos. So if you've ever wanted to actually like download our stuff and keep it forever, including the stuff that I can't host anywhere, <laughs> like <laughs> anime Theater. Due to copyright stuff, that's where you're going to be able to find all that stuff. Uh, not everything is backed up yet. I just finished uploading No More Heroes 2, so Anime Theater is up next. I'll be posting updates there.
0: There is some wonderful CSS business <laughs> happening in this post, though. I just want to
1: say that it's it looks very fun. I really like designing websites. I just hate maintaining them when it's entirely <laughs> where everything it has to be maintained by me, uh, because I just don't have the know how for like the back end stuff of websites. I can do the CSS and the front end stuff. I kept trying to go like maybe I should make a WordPress so that it's easier to maintain the site and you know so I don't have to update individual <laughs> pages HTML and shit. I don't have the time to learn that skill now oh, and maybe forever. So yeah, this is the next best thing. I am happy with how it looks right now. I'm happy with the Wiggly the wiggly Paper Mario text for the, the Patreon link.
0: You, you should be happy with how it looks. It looks great. Thank you. Uh, so, again, uh, come back next week with uh, the next three episodes, 27 through 29, Sky High, Heaven is at Hand, Three Days Until the New Moon, and Underworld.
1: And thank you. Uh, why am I saying thank you? <laughs> You're <It's>, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, folks.
0: To be continued.